And in praying, do not use vain repetitions as the unbelievers do. For they think that they will be heard for their much speaking. Therefore, do not be like them. For your father knows what things you need before you ask him. Therefore, you should pray like this. Our father in heaven, holy be your name. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. Isaac Zuzu is my name and welcome to yet another edition of Being Sword of the World and this is episode number three. There was an interesting conversation that Grace had with her brother and her twin sister. Her brother Pilarani and um, her twin sister Dorcas. Colossians 3 verse 14 Beyond all these things, put on love, which is a perfect bond of unity. Do we have unity between the three of us? Bro, I'm going to ask you a question. What does forgiveness mean to you? Mm, Well, for me, forgiveness means that when I know somebody did something wrong, I'm always willing to forgive them, even though I knew that they did it maybe intentionally, but I'm still willing to forgive that person because I value more the relationship that we have rather than to put on that ego that says, no, I give up on this person because then if you put a condition on forgiveness, that means it's not conditional. Yeah, I hear you. So sister, what do you say? What do you think? Forgiveness means to you? Well, to me, um, forgiveness means looking beyond the pain, you know. And forgiveness is not about the other person. It's actually about you. Because sometimes we have, we find ourselves in cases where you're so angry, you're so sad, or you're so mad. However, the other person does not even know about it. So when you forgive, you are doing it for yourself. You are doing it to... um release the pain that you've been holding inside of you yeah i agree with all of you i mean most of the times you might hold a grudge towards someone and they don't even know about it their life is normal they're carrying everything normally but you're the one who has that better taste for that person you know so you have to reach out to that person be like you know what i'm bigger than this grudge please forgive me you know because here as we read the perfect bond of unity put on love so now i think we should uh talk about the three of us and let me add on top of that uh like forgiveness sometimes it's not about you doing a favor for someone because at the end of the day when you forgive somebody it also fulfills you as a person because yes i don't believe that if you love yourself too much it is fulfilling because if if god made love so that you'd love yourself so much and it was fulfilling i don't think there will be, there will be any reason for people to have relationships but because from my experience you can have money and all the things but there's just that lonely moment where you feel like you are alone and that's when you know that nothing is fulfilling compared than you yourself loving somebody else that's more fulfilling yeah exactly i mean it has to start between us in the house between brothers and sisters i mean how 
Am I gonna say I'm forgiving or I have love for other people outside yet I cannot practice forgiveness inside the house? Yeah, I, I think I understand. You know, it also goes back we know each other. I feel like we we all know each other, we know our personalities and according to that we should be able to be understanding. We know that okay, maybe for example, bro is short tempered. We should act according to that, you know. We shouldn't get um uh we shouldn't be quick to get angry. Because we already know what kind of personality he has. He gets angry when this and that happens. So I think it's really important that as we are siblings, we need to understand each other and we need to reach a point where, I mean, we've grown, we're no longer young. We've reached a point where we know that we are dependent on each other. We are not independent. And I always tell people that you should be grateful because you do not choose family like friends you know uh families are given to us by god and god always gives you the people that you are going to need in your life yeah i remember there was a time i think you were writing exam back in varsity and you called me you like uh grace i'm very stressed what do i do and i remember i told you do not worry you got this and i will pray for you do you remember the answer you gave me Oh my goodness, don't take me to that day. I remember it like yesterday. I remember I had studied really hard for the exam. And then after writing, I just felt so empty. Everyone was talking about it. And I was so worried. However, I knew that if I if I texted you, if I spoke to you, uh, you were going to say something that was going to help me. And I remember I went on YouTube. YouTube tells you that you shouldn't worry about exam stress you know you should do this and that and that i re i don't know how many youtube videos i watched after the, the videos that um advise you on what you should not do after writing an exam it was not enough until i called you and when i called you you told me i know that you're smart just that one line made me forget about everything and i was able to focus on the exam i was writing the following day so i really do understand that Family is very important, even the smallest yeah, of things, and, you know. And for me, hopefully at some point, I feel like the more you grow, the better the relationship becomes because you need to reach a point where you don't even have to forgive anymore. You just have to be like, I know what it happens, it's family, Wawana. And then you just brush it off because then if you feel like you need to reach a point where you need to forgive somebody, I feel like you still need to practice more on loving others. Yeah, because the Bible says that you need to put on others' interests before yours. So yeah, this basically exactly. means that exactly. if I want my brother to forgive me, I have also to be, um, I must be willing to be forgiven by him. I don't know if you guys get my point. Yeah, I do. I actually understand what you mean. You know, also, it's very important. This is what I've noticed, right? We, as much as we don't say it, I think we do pray for each other. And that's why we do achieve a lot of things, you know. And it's like, it's a connection of prayers. We pray for each other more than we even pray for ourselves. Even though, I don't know about you, but I, I really do pray about you guys a lot more than I, I really pray for myself. I really do pray about you guys But a lot. I just feel like, I don't know, we just don't know about it, that we pray about each other more than we pray for ourselves. And I think that's why our dreams do come true. It's because God knows that someone wants good, something good for you. 
you know you reminding me brother do you remember back you were still in varsity nope. and you have you have to no way okay yeah i remember and i remember he told me that nah he doesn't think he will make it even if he writes the test i'm like Brother, you need to write this test. God will see you through. And I'm going to pray for you. I remember in my prayer, I said that, you know what? The person who's going to mark your paper, even if you wrote something wrong, he has to mark those things right. Hey, I remember that, you know, like when I look at that mark, sometimes I do really ask myself, how did I get that mark? Because even if I had 100%, when you add up my final mark, it doesn't reach that mark that I got. So, I don't know what happened to that lesson. We'll <laughs> tell you what happened. We, like, we prayed. Why are you saying that? This is what we people tend to forget. We want miracles like money, being rich and all of that. But it's in the small things that God shows you. Like God shows you his power. You know, we find a lot of people who say, if God is there, why am I suffering? You are not suffering. God's, God wants to show you his power. You go through this and that so that God can show his hand, so that God can show you that I am here. Regardless of what you go through, I am still the one who will decide what should happen in your life. It's not about God uh, not being able to see what you're going through or whatever that, you know, this takes us back to job. You know, quite a lot of times when bad things happen, people are like, God, why? God, why? Yet we forget that even Satan is there. You know, Satan can tell God just the way it happened in Job that, you know what, this son of yours, I can make him turn to me. Yeah, can I say something right now? Do you know that um, people are not aware that these things whereby we find siblings that do not get along, it's the devil. How can I be jealous of my own sister and be like, no, I don't want you to be better than me. So this whole conversation is just to show people that you can love each other. You can live together and have one unity, you know? Yeah, like, why are you um, on that point? It doesn't make sense. I think there was a time where people were asking us what we study and you're like, you are starting to become a professional chef. And I told them I'm starting to become a teacher. And people literally went like, are you not jealous of your sister that she's going to study for professional cooking? I'm like, no, I'm happy that she's going to do something that she loves, you know. And people always want to put that seed of jealousy inside of us. And if you are weak, that seed will grow and it will grow into a plant. So you should never allow other people to determine how your relationship with your siblings should be like. You cannot listen to someone telling you that your sibling is this and that and that and that. You know your sibling better than someone from the outside. Amen. And you should never allow anyone from the outside to tell you um, how your siblings are behaving or how they shouldn't be this and that, you know. And I've realized that God does not want the heart of jealousy. If you pray for your siblings, one success is, both, is all of... Um, our success you know if you become successful i'm also successful because i know that you never let me suffer while you were there Amen. Yeah, while you touched on on that point i think people should also be careful of uh, motivators and motivations because everybody wants to put themselves first everybody tells you if you want to 
be like this be with this kind of people if you want to be the lion you need to stay with the lion or hang out with the lion it's not always like that because you never know at the life point which you need somebody because the person who helps you the most is not the richest or the poorest but it's that person at that moment that you need at that point of time so that teaching for me i feel like is teaching selfishness because every anybody anybody i don't know about what people think or what they say but anybody who always put themselves first i'll feel like they are selfish yeah because even Be the bible tells us that because because what's the point of love if you can love yourself you yes because love it's not for you it's for somebody else that is why if you love somebody it's more fulfilling when that somebody also loves you back the way they the way you love them but then if you love yourself too much then what's there for somebody to love you then yeah you know why are you talking about that i i'm just thinking about this whole depression and suicide people committing suicide we find people that are in a family of 10 people but at the, at the end of the day some someone in that family commits suicide and the only thing they needed was someone to be there someone to talk to however if you do not have a close-knit relationship with your siblings how then are you able to open up to them that you know what i am feeling lonely even though you are there you know yeah i don't i think it's the era that we live in because uh if you look at around i think we are disconnected like imagine right now people we don't uh, we don't eat together anymore we don't pray together anymore like we used to like imagine right now i'm in the dinner table with my sisters my moms and my dad and then everybody's on their phone is chatting and then dad is talking to me pass the remote but i'm busy on my phone we don't talk anymore we are disconnected for as much as these phones were made for us to communicate but i realized that they actually made us disconnected because then the moment which you spend with somebody personally when they are around it's different when you talk to them over the phone or chatting and i don't think you can go at the shop and buy a good moment or anything it's something that needs to come naturally so the fact that we have changed the way we see the world and where we put the importance of things i don't think we value the relationships that we have it was a very pretty interesting conversation that they had there talking about forgiveness and today we're going to be talking about family family unity, forgiveness, and safe spaces. Remember in the previous episode, we talked about how it is very important to be sort of the world, the sort of the world that Jesus said on Matthew 5, verse 13. Being that salt in the right amounts means that you are applying into your everyday life the principles, all the teaching of Jesus, teachings of Jesus Christ that you read from the Bible. It's not about just the knowledge and compiling everything that you have to get, you know, and then just like having it to yourself without having to apply it. And it would not gain, gain you anything. It would not benefit you anything. All you need is to practice every single thing that our Lord Jesus Christ taught. So in this conversation, Grace is talking about forgiveness. Because we cannot talk about salvation, we cannot preach or we cannot reach out to lost souls or non-believers 
if our lives are not in order. You don't give what you don't have. You cannot give what you don't have. So if you're talking about love, if you're going to reach out to the world, you know, and preach the love of God, you should be basking in the love of God in your life. And that starts with your family. That's why we will be talking about family unity, forgiveness and safe spaces on this episode. So everybody do understand that everything has a beginning. And that is the most important thing. And I like to look at the beginning of every single thing that I want to understand because you cannot understand anything unless you understand its beginning. So in the book of Genesis, we have the beginning of a family, all right? A beginning of humanity, a beginning of everything. It's a record of how everything started, from how the world was created to how God saw that everything was beautiful and it was good to how God decided to create man in his own likeness, in his own image. And how God decided to plant a garden on earth and put the man in the garden. Spoke a blessing to the man and asked him to multiply, to be fruitful, to subdue and to have dominion over the earth. To how man was now given a help me because God saw that it was not good that this man is alone. Then you have to understand there's, you know, there's some depth in that thought of God because you have to understand when man was on earth, he had no idea that he needed anybody except from God. His help was God. His strength was God. And he still is. So man was busy in the garden doing the things that God had commanded him to do. But you should remember, when God created man, he made the male and female in his own likeness. But we see man as Adam, just one person, appear on the scene. They didn't come Adam and Eve at the same time. The record shows us that it was God who then saw that it was not good that man is alone. So loneliness is a very serious thing. Even though man did not know that he's lonely, but being alone without any help meet puts you in a position whereby you, you, you feel empty and God saw that that feeling is not good. So it was God's idea to then introduce the woman, to create the woman he had to make the man fall asleep, took the rib of the man out, out of the rib cage. From there, he formed the woman and presented the woman to man. And man was like, whoa, man, flesh of my flesh, bone of my bone. Do you see what I mean? And he, he fell in love with Eve the first minute that he saw Eve. From there, we can see the first institution of a family. The Bible records that when this happened, Adam took her wife, Eve. I mean, his wife, Eve. Adam took his wife, Eve. So it is very important to take note that immediately God is instituting marriage. At the same time, he's blessing man and woman to multiply, to be fruitful. So Adam would have never multiplied by himself. Adam would have never been fruitful by himself, that you need another person. Then the family is created. We have Adam and Eve as husband and wife. Fast forward, they fall short of the glory of God. 
God has mercy on them. He puts, you know, he sends them away from the garden, but he puts, you know, uh, he uh, causes them to, you know, wear skin, um, you know, animal skin. And he like crafted some nice clothes and then they wear and he's still protecting them, even though they now can't live in the garden anymore. But we see the first family, the existence of the first family. Now, we might not know what was going on with Adam and Eve, but all we know that this family was peaceful. This family was peaceful until evil started to play a role in this family. Because we know that Adam and Eve had conceived and they, they, you know, they had now started to produce children. So we see Ken and Abel, two brothers from this family. It's a wonderful family. You know, the only people on earth, God is protecting them. But there is evil that is around because of the fall of man. Now you have to understand, Adam and Eve did not break up. Adam had so much knowledge about God that it was not in his power to send Eve away just because of what happened. So Adam never broke up with Eve in any way. You have to understand that this family was strong. Because in the beginning, God had intended it to be like that. So there are things that Adam knows that he could not cross those lines. He could not send away his wife. He could not send away his woman. Even though he might have had value, valid reasons to send Eve away. But he didn't do that. And they, because remember, he had to multiply. He had to reproduce. He had to subdue. So now he's got children. The problem comes when the devil, when the evil engulfed Cain on jealousy. So that takes us to understanding how families are broken. That takes us to understanding what causes family divisions. What causes misunderstandings in families. From the beginning, we saw that envy and jealousy was the root cause. And the devil was able to convince Cain to kill Abel. And God had had a conversation, very interesting conversation with Cain. And he told Cain and he said, why are you angry? You know, after the sacrifice. Now, let me just quickly read that so everybody is in tune. Let me just quickly read that story so everybody understands what I'm talking about. So that would be in the book of Genesis. Um, and then chapter four, you know, let me just start reading from verse 2. And again she gave birth to Cain, brother to Abel. Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. As time passed, it happened that Cain brought an offering to the Lord from fruit of the ground. And Abel also brought some of the firstborn of his flock and its fat. And God looked favorably at on Abel and his offering, but he did not look favorably on Cain and his offering. Cain was very angry and the expression of his face full. The Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why has, how, why, why has the expression of your face fallen? If you do well, will it not be lifted up? If you do not do well, sin lies in wait at the door. It desires to control you, but you must rule over it. Cain said to Abel, his brother, 
Let's go into the field. It happened when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and killed him. Then God said to Cain, Where is Abel, your brother? And he said, I do not know. Am I supposed to be my brother's keeper? And God said, What have you done? The voice of your brother, the voice, the, the voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are cursed because of the ground which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. Now, you can understand since here that things are going on smooth. Adam and Eve has um, two kids. They are growing up. Now they're fully grown up to the point the other one is tilling the ground and having, you know, fruits and, you know, planting this and that. And afterwards, he decided to offer sacrifice to God. And the other brother, Abel, He's taking care of, he's a sheep keeper, so he's obviously taking care of animals. And he remembered the sacrifice that um, God had given for those two animals that got killed, that God used the, the, the animal skin and, and, and gave Adam and Eve the clothes to wear. And I feel like this was a conversation that they had as a family, and Adam was able to teach the children the right way to offer to God. And it's in that one did the right thing and the other one did not do the right thing. That's why the Lord looked favorably upon that of which was right. It's not like God had, you know, um, favoritism in any way. Nah. You do something that's right in the sight of the Lord and he's pleased. And you do the opposite and that's it. And when you see the other people who are doing the things that are right in the sight of the Lord and, 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 and God is looking favorably upon their situations, you get jealous. And the, the Lord said that, why is your force falling? Why are you angry? Why are you jealous? Because your brother's doing the right things. Why can't you consult? Why can't you talk to him? Why wouldn't Cain talk to Abel properly? How did you manage to do this right? How did you manage to please the Lord? Why didn't they have a lovely conversation between themselves as brother and brother? But it was not so because of the involvement of the evil one. So we have to understand what divides family. It is this thing that a lot of people do not take a look at critically and people, you know, families are falling apart because of envy and jealousy and the lack of understanding of where this is coming from. If you ever felt in your heart the need to envy your brother, at that moment you have to talk, you have to start talking, talk about it, pray about it. You have to rebuke it. It's not something that's supposed to be happening because by the end of the day, remember, Every other important thing is going to come from a family. Communities are born from families. Actually, we, we are from one family. Adam and Eve was the father and mother. It's from that institution. That's why God is so protective with families. And you're supposed to understand. Unity in a family is very important for the growth of the church. So that the world is a better place. But the more we have killers, the more we got murderers, the more we got people who envy, the more we got people who are, who are jealous, the more we've got, you know, and we've got all these complications because it starts from a place of envy. It starts from a place of jealousy. Now, that is one reason why a lot of families are broken apart, falling apart, in other words. Now, I will quickly tell you something that the Lord wants us to learn. I'll quickly go to the book of Matthew, jumping straight into the topic of forgiveness. 
So I just had to give you an introduction of family and the importance of having a united family where it doesn't fall apart. Because immediately after Cain had killed Abel, and after the Lord had talked to Abel, you will see that Cain ran away because he was cursed by God. He had to depart from his family. He had to live a lonely life. He had to go out there and, and just be far away from his family. That was not what God had intended for life to be like for Cain because of his sin. And the Lord still protected Abel. I mean, protected Cain by the end of the day. When Cain was saved, when, when Cain was saved, uh, uh, when he was cursed, and then he complained to God, and you see God's forgiveness and says, I'll protect you. Because Cain said in verse number 13, Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. Look, you have driven me out this day from the surface of the ground. I will be hidden from your face and I will be a fugitive and wanderer in the earth. I will happen. It will happen that whosoever finds me will kill me. And the Lord said to him, not so. Whoever kills Cain, vengeance will be taken on him. Seven forward, the Lord appointed a sign on Cain, lest any finding him should strike him. So you can see God's forgiveness there. And it's very important to the next part that I am going to take you to. Matthew chapter 14, I think. Matthew chapter 6, sorry. Verse 12. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. It is very important. Because we cannot talk about forgiveness outside family. It starts from a family. Because you are born in a family first. You don't pick a family. You were just born in there. Before you meet anybody outside your doorstep, you would have already met your brother or your sister or your cousin or your uncle or your aunt or your mother or your father. So it starts from within. You cannot run away from your family to talk to God. Because <laughs> God will tell you, you do not see me. You've never seen me. How can you claim that you love me yet you can't even love the brother that you see? You don't want to talk to your brother. You don't want to forgive. When Jesus Christ was teaching about prayer, he said this has to be part of our prayer every single day. We got to ask the Father to forgive us as it's the same measure. So you wouldn't say, God forgive me, and he ends there. He says, no, forgive us, us. We also forgive. And if you do not forgive anybody, it doesn't apply to you. Because there, you will see that in, in uh, the same chapter, Matthew chapter 6, verse 14, the Bible says, For if you forgive people their wrongdoing, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive people, neither will your Father forgive your wrongdoings. So forgiving someone is not really doing them a favor, just as Peter Rani said it. It has more to do with your release than their release. You get to release yourself from the bondage of bitterness. You go to release yourself. Because as Grace communicated, she said that sometimes you've got bitterness towards people who don't even know you're bitter about them. You, who don't even know. They, they, they are moving on with their lives and, you know, they, they did something wrong. I mean, we humans, we do something wrong. But if you're going to hold on to that and, and, and get into the trap of bitterness... You're going to have problems with yourself because every time you see them, you're the one with an angry face. You're the one who's not happy. You're the one who's mad at them. And the Lord is saying, if you do not forgive them, 
Neither will your Father in heaven forgive your wrongdoing. So it is a condition and it is very powerful there to understand that forgiveness is key. When you forgive others, when you start to talk, and the Bible says that when you want to offer sacrifices to the Lord, and then you're there on the altar, and then you remember that there's some issue you haven't sorted out with your brother, that there's something, the dispute you did not sort out, or you haven't forgiven your brother, leave everything right there. And go back to your brother and reconcile and talk about issues and be good, be cool. Make sure you are cool before you go out of church. You can't run a church and say you'll be talking to God you even see, yet you're failing to love your own brother or your own neighbor or you know, people that you see around you. It is very important to understand this element because God is in everybody. God is in all of us. We are created in his own image. Remember, he had a breath of life into us. So we have to understand that portion and take it by heart and say, I need to learn to forgive and forget and move on. And there's no condition there because you've got a lot of wrongdoings. You need the father to forgive you. And he's given you a condition to say, I can only forgive you of those wrongdoings if you forgive your brother and your sisters, your neighbor. You should learn how to have good relationships with people because you will meet people everywhere on earth. <laughs> you can never run away. So it starts with the family safe space where people are able to have conversations. So as Pilarini said that families nowadays are no longer talking to each other because of social media. You'll be on the dining set there trying to eat. Everybody's on their phone. Nobody's talking about their lives. People are depressed. In silence in these houses. People are killing themselves. Like committing suicide in these houses. And nobody knew they were going through something. Nobody knew they were going through a hard time. It's high time we learn. I believe that if Cain had talked to the father about this whole situation. I feel like things would have been different. He would never have had to entertain that feeling of wanting to kill his brother. But there was that loss. That that. Communication break down because of sin. Man now had difficulties living. There would be jealousy, envy, and someone would be plotting from within their hearts against their own brothers. Something that we really need to look at. So I will let y'all understand the scriptures that I've read unto you. I will let you understand this. Let it sink in your spirit. Think about forgive. Think about the people. Like I, I literally had to take time in my life. You know, bitterness, in, it, it, it cages your soul. Do you see what I mean? Bitterness cages your soul. So I remember there's a time I had to sit down and remember each and every person that I had bitterness and grudges against in my life. I had to sit down and be honest and started writing down their names and the situation and started asking God to forgive them. And I, and I started reaching out to some of them, the ones that could reach out and talk about it and just like let them know that they're free, that I don't have anything against them, that I've forgiven them. I feel the light shine upon my enlightenment. And I feel lighter at the same time. So it was very important. Now, I would like you to take time and think about it. Think about what Grace and her, you know, her siblings talked about. I would like to hear from you if you've got, you know, if you've got like things that you want to ask, please do make sure that you send me a message here on Anchor or you can find me on Facebook, Isaac Zuse, M-O-G Isaac Zuse, or 
sort of the world international you can get inbox us anything that you want us to talk about if you've got issues or you want us to help you pray and anything like that we'll be very glad to include you in the podcast and also to pray with you um just know that we are here for you we're here for each other and this is just love for me emoji isaac sort of being sort of the world peace